I mean, what what more do you want? That was a that was a heck of a performance. You know, he goes uh, I believe seven innings, no runs, and and then looks looks as close to a god as you can get at the plate. So it begs the question: What the heck do you need a DH for? Well, welcome back, everyone, for the unexpected episode two of I. I called it another Phillies podcast. I didn't mean for that to be the name, but I guess that's the name now. So, welcome to episode two. Once again, my name is Andrew, and I will let Bob introduce himself. Hi, I'm Bob. Rave reviews, Andrew. We're getting rave reviews. My dog, he loved it. I mean, that's that's what's most important is getting the canines involved and getting them to enjoy the show. And then that's how you get the humans in. Yeah, I, I lied. She hated it. Wow. Yeah. Well, she, she hated it. <laughs> well, you did. And I did, wasn't going to correct you because it it's your dog. But you know what? Well, Andrew, uh, my dog, <laughs> she loved it. She had a but then but. It. But the non-existent male dog hated it. All right. Well, hated it. you know what? I, you know, I'm just blind by rage. And we'll get to that later. That's why I'm so discombobulated. I'm just. Well, as we'll we record to, this. We'll get to my rage later. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just well, furious. Well, we're recording this on April 8th at about a little after 630 now. Um, and I think we're both a little enraged for different reasons. And yeah, like you said, we'll get to yours later. And I just want to touch on mine now and get it out of the way. Uh, not too long ago, I watched the end of the Mets Marlins game where Michael Conforto, or the Mets won because Michael Conforto leaned into a fastball that would have been a strike, gets the walk off walk or walk off hit by pitch. With yeah, but Andrew, uh, we have replay, so that, that, they fixed it in replay, right? You know what? That that was the good thing. I in the moment I was like, well, they'll go to replay and fix this, but with these asinine replay rules where judgment calls can't be reviewed, Mets win. And that's it. And I think the most telling part of it was listening to the Mets booth, who every single member of that booth, uh, now I can't, Ron Darling, Keith Hernandez, and uh, I can't remember who the other one is. but Gary Smith. And we'll go with that. They all agreed that it was a terrible way to end it. And I think they were all a little bit upset with Conforto for, for doing what he did. I, I understand trying to win a game, but man, that's, I'm biased, of course, as a Phillies fan, but that just, that sucked. That really yeah, sucked to watch. That, that, that was bad. I saw it on the replay. Uh, somebody in my timeline bumped it up, and uh, it was bad. And then they slowed it down and showed the slowed down replay, and it got worse. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a shame. But you know what? This is, I don't know if you remember, but this podcast is about the Phillies, and we're going to talk it about is? the Phillies. <laughs> it is. And what a first week, you know, a, a little over a week ago, we recorded our first episode and, you know, we were excited, didn't know what to expect. Uh, here we are six games in and the Phillies are five and one, uh, solidly in first base and first place in the division, which and is, first base. Well, yeah, they do usually have runners on first base, but yeah. also in first place, which is very important. This, you know, a week into the season, it's important to be in first place because hey, we are just a podcast. We don't have to be accurate with our words. <laughs> You're right. You're right, and it, for the dogs that are listening, I apologize for my mistake, but yes. uh, we'll we'll get better as time goes on. Andrew, uh, I am actually really excited about baseball being back. I would I would yell 
but I don't want to blow out your eardrums. <laughs> that's, I know you, that's you have a bad back. I don't want to give you bad news. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're falling apart, and we're an episode and four minutes in, so uh, just just not looking great here. Uh, but yes, Phillies five and one uh, started four and zero, lost one to the Mets, but ended up taking that series. Uh, the top three in the rotation looked great. Um, Matt Moore and Chase Anderson. Chase Anderson, more than anything, looked looked pretty good in his start. Matt Moore was a little shaky, but um, uh, you know the Phillies ended up winning that one. Uh, but what do you think? Guys on this team—that's that's for sure. Those guys do exist. <laughs> they exist. They play baseball. Yeah, but you know what? And and not to get too into it, uh, Chase Anderson—he uh, he's had a few good years on record. And if he if he's going to go out and give you five innings, six innings of two, three, four run ball every fifth start as your fifth starter, I am. Totally on board with that. I, I am okay with yeah. him in that spot. Uh, Matt Moore, we'll see as time goes on. We'll see. Um, you know, was that just you know first game jitters? Is it? Uh, is it a hint of things to come? Is it? Is it going to be a bad experiment? You know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah. So I was super excited about baseball and being back, especially fans being back. One of them, Andrew. How was it? Yeah, yeah, I was really fortunate. I got to got to go to two games, one opening day, and then, of course, I got to see the the loss to the Mets, which you know it is. So it's your least. fault. It I'll take responsibility. That's fine. At five and one, one loss. That's fine. I'll take the, I'll take the one loss on my back. Uh, so it, um, yeah, it was good. It was. I liked that everybody was spaced out. I liked that I didn't have some stranger, uh, you know, on top of me watching the game. Which uh, you know, when when the games are or, you know, when the team's doing well, sometimes you can ignore that. But for the first time back, it was nice to have that space, got to be there. I was there both games. My girlfriend was there opening day. My mom was there. And, you know, it was nice to, to go with them and go see the game and and just just enjoy a, a good team and just seeing baseball again. It's It was just a great experience. Um, yeah, it sounded I think they good did... on TV. Mm-hmm. Did, they, did it sound like authentic noise? Did it sound like they pumped in any extra noise? No. No, not at all. Not at all. No, I, it, it was, that was 100%. It was, it was, um, and it's funny, there were points, you know, they play, they put up the, the graphics that say, you know, make noise or get loud, whatever it says. And sometimes it just, it didn't work. I don't know if it was because it was such a low capacity that people weren't realizing that it said it, but it felt like it took a while for, for people to realize that those signs were up there and to actually, you know, get excited and, and make noise. But yeah, no, there those was signs are super accurate. Uh, my friends <laughs> love them. They love cheering for them when they come on the screen. Oh, like I love the ones that that um that judge the the loudness of the yes, stadium. Yes, like I said, it's completely accurate. <laughs> yeah, it's completely accurate. It does accurately judge the noise. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, it, it, if you're in at the stadium, it totally is like it's nothing. It's no bar at all. <laughs> but yeah, it was um it felt like a totally authentic experience. I don't think they they pumped in anything and um. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there as the season goes on. They'll add more and more fans. They already bumped it up five percent. Um, everything felt super clean. Bathrooms were great. Like I said, seating was spaced out. Everybody or the stadium did a really really nice job of of making it safe for everyone and making everybody comfortable. My one one issue was, and I guess it's not really a stadium problem as much as it is a state problem or a city. I'm not sure who enforces it, but when I went to buy a beer you have to buy food with it. And they were, they required you to buy either a pretzel or a hot dog. And mm. it, I, I get it. Cause I know it was a, like I said, I forget if it's state or first Philadelphia city rule, but 
I understand it from that perspective, but I would have liked to have seen them kind of make them like dollar dog nights. It'd be like, here, you know, mm. just spend a dollar on the hot dog rather than having to spend an extra five fifty on on food on top of yeah. the beer that's already expensive. But I, you know, it is what it is. I, you know, with lower lower amount of fans, they're they're trying to make back as much money as they can. Yeah, I get it, but that, that would be a good idea to do like a dour dog night, like mm-hmm. every night they were there. Ah, yeah, just like dour pretzel night, dour dog, yeah, night, dour whatever burger night. Yeah, and the other issue, and again, it's you know hard on opening day, but they ran out of hot dogs by like the fourth inning in the stand behind our seat. Wow. So yeah, that was uh all around. It was a, a little annoying, but the Phillies walked it off, and that was okay. So, um, yeah, so. I, Let's 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 dive into the games themselves a little bit. The the we hit on it earlier. The top of the rotation, you know, those first three games against the Braves, you had Nola, Wheeler, and Eflin all looked very solid in their um, in their starts. Uh, anything in particular that stood out for you uh, between the three of them? Anything that um, kind of caught your eye? Uh, well, a couple of things. One, uh, my boy Zach Eflin talked talked about last time. I'm mm-hmm. really pumped for him this year. I think he's going to have a breakout season and do really well for him. Uh, he went seven innings, only allowed four hits, one run, eight strikeouts. Um, love what I saw from him. Um, Zach Wheeler, I, I, he's the ace, right? He's, Noah is the ace because he's been here yeah. a while, but like, Wheeler's the ace, right? Yeah, that's a great point because um, it's funny. Uh, Talking to my girlfriend, who's you know she she knows baseball, but um you know getting more into it as as she watches the game with me and my you know more knowledge of baseball than anybody should have. But uh, <laughs> she asked me, well, if Zach Wheeler pitched like that, why isn't he why isn't he playing every day or why isn't he the number one guy? And it's like, well, yeah, but what you just said is right. Nola is um Nola's the guy. He's been here for you know how many years they drafted him. That you know he's the homegrown guy. I think. For as long as Nola and Wheeler are your top two, it's always going to be that order, Nola Wheeler. Um, and but there is absolutely a case to be made for Wheeler to be um, to be the number, especially because Nola. Now it's not fair because we haven't seen Wheeler's second start, but Nola, mm-hmm. you saw it in yesterday's start. That he does have his games where it's like, wow, where did he go? You know what 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 happened? And I think Nola is a little more inconsistent than Wheeler is. So. Um, yeah, if you're if you're drafting a team, I probably take Wheeler first. Yeah, um, and I yeah, mean, I it's think... a good issue for the Phillies to have. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, like Noah isn't bad by any means. He's no, 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 no. He's second or third starter on, on most teams. Yeah, and um, he's an ace. I think he's an ace on a good amount of the league. He's yeah, yeah. Um, and just, so it's just like it's like you know, hey, <laughs> I rather have this argument than the argument we were having years ago. Where it was like. Yeah, you know, we can get maybe one good guy in rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we had to bring in Aaron Harang, remember those years? Oh, that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it all three of them in the, that first time through looked great against the Braves lineup. That's, I, I mean, they struggled, of course, but you know they're known. For, I think they held Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna, and uh, Marcelo Zuna to two hits between the three of them, and both those hits were Acuna. So yeah, it's um. It, it I mean, three like, out of the five days, if you're throwing one of those guys out, I mean, you're going to win, you know, more times than not. So, yeah, yeah, uh, pretty, I feel pretty comfortable. And, and with the, the offense who started the heat up last night, you know, with guys like Chase and Matt Moore, 
uh, as your four and five guys, mm-hmm. they they can keep you in the games like they mm-hmm. have been, and that offense heats up. You know, I like this rotation, even though the back end is a little little shaky. Yeah, well, it's funny. Um, you know, I guess a little peek behind the curtain here. You know, we we share notes about what we want to talk about on on these episodes, and the one thing you had mentioned before yesterday's game was talking about. You know the offense being quiet, and, and if that was a concern, and then you know yesterday they they showed up and kind of dispelled dispelled any worry there. But um, it is, I think, worth noting that the offense was quiet, and yet we're able to win four out of those f- first five games. And I think that's a sign of a, a pretty strong team when one side of one side of the team struggles like that. In this case, the off uh, I wouldn't even call it struggle, but but weren't as potent as they should be the pitching can step up and keep them in the game. And that's going to be something that probably reverses in the future where the Phillies are scoring eight, 10 runs a game and the pitching is giving up, you know, six, seven runs a game. And it's just, it's, it's a balance and, and being able to kind of rely on one way or the other um, gets you, gets you into the playoffs, hopefully. Um, But yeah, we, we, we talked a little bit already about, about Matt Moore and uh, Chase Anderson. And I agree. I mean, it's not, you know, they're not going to be the greatest four and five in the world, but Anderson, like I said, has that track record. And I, you know, I think five innings of, of two runs is, is plenty. And Matt Moore, you know, maybe he, he gets, um, gets back on track a bit because there were times in spring training where he looked, I mean, shades of his former self and, and looked like he may have found something when he um, spent that year in Japan. So we'll see. I mean, it's, it's early to, to pick on these kind of things. It's, you know, it's something to talk about, of course, because it's finally back to baseball. But, um, you know, we'll see in a month from now, the rotation may change. We may see Spencer Howard back up here, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending on uh, how the back end of the rotation does does go. Um, well, it's sp- early, but there are two things I would like to point out. One is we maybe have a bullpen again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and the, and the, the Everlong question, that, or the Everlong statement of uh, get Vince Velasquez away from my team oh, as fast as possible. It's such a shame because you think of that start, what was it, 2017 where he had that complete game, uh, 16 strikeouts, something like that, and just every once in a while you get that you get a glimpse of that that old Vinny. And, but yeah, I think it was 2016, it, but yeah, it was like, yeah. And, and then you saw the flash in the first part where he came in, he struck out the side and Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, and then Vince Vasquez came in, and I, I was shocked he stayed in the game that long. He was just not looking great. Oh, and yeah. another thing, the the three batter rule, I still hate. I still hate the three batter rule. Mm-hmm. I yeah, want that gone. That's not baseball. Get yeah. that out of here. I'm I'm not a fan of that. I don't. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's still a part of their attempt to speed up the game, which. Uh, you're trying to bring in a, in a, um, I guess a younger fan base or a new fan base. To me, that's not the way to do it. But yeah. what do I know? I'm not running major league baseball, but I don't, I don't think throwing in gimmicks like that. You know, you want to also talk about the the extra inning rule where the guy starts on second, or the double header rule where hate um, hate it. Yep, and when the double header where both games are seven innings, all all of it's just it it feels like a gimmick. Like you said, it, it's it's not real baseball, and it's it stinks because. Um, you know, already so many times this year with the um, with that extra inning rule, and the Phillies took advantage of it on opening day, where you know that reliever comes in for that tenth inning, eleventh inning, whatever it is, and has a one-two-three inning, but loses because 
you know, you've already got a guy on second and of no fault of their own. And, you know, you're, you're walking off the field with a loss because you pitched well. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it, I don't think it's a good look. You know, you're, you're sacrificing, you're, you're trying to bring in this new audience, but you're sacrificing the integrity of the game. And no, I'm, I'm, even though the Phillies took advantage of it, I'm, I'm not a fan of, um, of how that's gone. Um, but to get but back to yeah. the bullpen, I I, yeah. I like a lot of these guys. Uh, and then the day after Vince exploded, I was reminded that we still have David Hale on this team. <laughs> just a joy yeah. to watch him pitch. Um, I rather would watch paint dry than David <laughs> Hale or Vince Vasquez pitch ever again. Um, but I, I mean, Connor Brogdon like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jose Alvarado. Everybody loves the fastball. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, do you? Do you – we're a week in now. We talked about closure last week. Do you like it so far? Do you like Hector being that guy? Or do you see yes, anything out of anybody else H- where you – Hector gets know? Hector gets a, a bad rap, and people here – he's very polarizing. The opinions on Hector Neres, people mm-hmm. uh, hate him or they mildly dislike him. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. actually – actually, he's, he is a serviceable pitcher. Is he the ideal closer? Uh, no. Is he a guy who can be serviceable in a bullpen? Yes, and and in, in this role, he's the closer. I will point out, in odd number of years, he has a better stats. But this year, <laughs> odd number, just saying. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think in the future, I think what the Phillies would like to do, I think, is um, in the future, either have Brogdon uh, or someone like Alvarado or, or Coonrod maybe be the closer in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, probably more of a Brogdon guy, um, but you know, so far it's working, and you know, I'm don't mess with Root right now. I like the way the besides keeping Vincent too long, I like the way Joe's been handling the the pen. Um, so uh, so far so good, mm-hmm. but uh, you didn't have to go much better to be better than last year's bullpen. Yeah, I it, well again something we touched on last week just. The fact that there were names that we recognized in the bullpen was just automatically a sign that things were going to be better. And to kind of touch on the closer thing one more time before we um, move on, I, I I agree. Hector hasn't done anything to 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 make me think he shouldn't be there. You know, at, um, we're both I think we're both bigger fans of Hector than the average Phillies fan. Um, that said, if Jose Alvarado can ever get his um, control in order and and yeah. be more consistent yeah. with strikes. I mean, my God, how can you find a better uh, closer? I mean, coming in, throwing 100, 101, and just... Matt Klintak must be furious in his closet <laughs> office. Guys that can throw 95 and above. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of them in the... I mean, uh, Coonrod, I think, was up there. Was he hitting... He wasn't hitting 100, was he? But he was high 90s, I believe. He was high 90s. I think yeah. uh, Brogdon the other day was hitting 96. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, That's... a lot of... On my but, baseball team, impossible. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, it's it's nice to see that new look out there. And um, it's, um, it feels good. The entire pitching staff feels good. You know, rotation we talked about is, um, you know, top three with the way they looked last weekend. You know, I put them up against um, just about any team, not including Jacob DeGrom. But um, they, oh, um, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we won that game, which is nice. But yes, um, so I, I think throughout the season, if 
as long as that top three stays where they are, you know, four and five might get shuffled around, you know, like we said, Spencer Howard. And I know there's another name down there that's escaping me, but um, you never know with JoJo. injury. Maybe see JoJo come up for the bullpen. Yeah, 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 very true. Um, but right now it's it's nice other than Vince, <laughs> Vince Velasquez. And, yeah, David Hale, I, I, I feel a little more um, okay with him sticking around just because – I feel like you need that one guy that kind of just, when things are out of hand, you get the guy to eat up innings, and that kind of feels like a David Hale job, and um, I'm okay with that. But yeah, Vince Velasquez, we've 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 played with this experiment, and it has failed multiple times. It's it's just over, and it it's it's kind of a shame because it you know it feels like we watched him, I guess, grow up here. I want to be so bad at my job, but still have it like him. Like I just want to, I just want to like <laughs> suck at my job, but still yeah. Have it. Yeah, he, he seems like a nice guy, but it's um, I think that that uh, that project is over. Uh, but moving on from Mr. Velasquez, uh, the offense we touched on a little bit uh, was quiet for those first five games, and then uh, yesterday well, they ended up scoring eight runs on um, you know, two home runs, a three-run homer by um, oh, three home runs yesterday, two three-run home runs, mm-hmm. one by Mr. Bohm and the other one by JT, and then Reese Hoskins with a solo shot in the first. So. It was definitely nice to see the ball getting under the yard. Um, Didi had one to straight center on Tuesday. It's um, a lot of guys seem to be doing pretty well early. Um, Harper, I think it was his first extra base hit yesterday with his um, with his double, uh, but he's still getting on base. Hoskins looks Hoskins looks fantastic. I, I think he's up near the four hundred mark. Romuto as well. Um, Segura. You know, he he had that walk-off hit on, if you want to call it a hit, but he had the walk-off hit on uh, opening day. I think his um, his average is a little um, a little down. But, you know, overall, what, what are you thinking about the, um, I guess, the individual performances of, of the lineup? You know, um, Hazley and, and Quinn getting split in time out in center. Um, anything kind of um, stand out to you there? A um, couple things here. I was super surprised to see Reese... Uh, batting two hole, mm. um, but if he and we'll get to it later with I have some over unders later. Uh, if he can do what Reese Hoskins has done in the past, which is walk and also hit him in the two spot, could work out beautifully. Um, Didi Gregorius, he's just a, a pro's pro. Um, so happy he's on this team. Uh, two guys that like Didi and Andrew McCutcheon are two guys that I wish were on this team longer than they have been because mm-hmm. this was great guys. Seeing the great guys off the, off the field and just uh, absolute pros uh, in a team. Um, Alec Boehm, that was a bomb he hit mm-hmm. uh, the other day, and I can't wait to watch him do that for the next 10 years. Um, I really ha- have high hopes for him in, the, you know, in his career. I think he's going to be a 30 home run guy in the future. Um, center field, play Adam Hazley. <laughs> don't want to see Roman Quinn. Yeah, unless you want to pinch run or pinch hit at the end of the game. I, I'm I'm tired of him. I, I don't like watching dead at bats. It's just it's sucks the life out of me watching someone just can't hit. And, and like if you want to have him pinch it or go in for a field in it later in the game or pinch run, fine. But play hate play Hazley. He's batting two eighty six right now. Just let him play. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I think I, I think I texted you about this, but 
or at least sent you a note about it. I would love to see Moniak get a shot up here eventually. I think he batted like 273 in the spring. I would love to see him get a shot over Roman Quinn. It's just, he's a guy who I had high hopes for years ago, but he's just such a drag offensively to watch. Yeah, so um, a couple of things there. One, um, yeah, Roman Quinn at this point, it's I think it's pretty obvious that he's a, a leading defensive replacement. He is a fourth outfielder. He is a pinch runner when you need it at the end of a game. It's it's a shame because that is he, I'm, clearly he has talent. I mean, as much as speed is talent, and he has you know he he's going on streaks where he has hit the ball, but he when it comes to breaking pitches, it feels like everyone has figured out that that's his weakness, and it just it um, nothing's coming from it. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and we even talked about it last week. It's, um, it should be Hazley pretty much every night out there in center. Um, and with Moniac, to me, it seems like for him to get up here, it's going to require an injury, yeah. and, uh, or it'll be next year. With I'm assuming McCutcheon won't be back. Could be wrong, but um, I believe this is McCutcheon's it's last year. Safe, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think he, he he's probably going to be done here. You know, he might try to go be a um, a DH somewhere. We'll see. I mean, I you know, I don't, I don't want to put words in his mouth because I I, I agree. You, you talked about it a little bit earlier. McCutcheon is such a um, just such a likable guy. I mean, everything he does, he's just he's cool. I mean, he's just such a cool dude. It's it's great having him on the team, and um, you know, he's he's a great clubhouse guy, and 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 he he still plays the game well. I mean, you know, I. Sometimes I feel like he gets talked about like he's 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 done, but you know he still he still can hit pretty well, and um, you know he's good for a few homers a year. I I don't think he's hit one yet, but you know he'll get there. Um, but I do think that he'll probably be gone after this year, and we'll we'll see. Um, you know, there's a chance we see Moniak out there, maybe in left, maybe in center. You know, we'll see a year from now. Also, we're on Bryce Harper home run watch. I did not think would be. <laughs> uh, six games into a season without a Harper home run. I think Wonderful. the latest he's 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 gone is fourteen games. I think that was mm. his rookie year. He's gone fourteen games without hitting a home run. Uh, so recently, it's been like opening day or like third third or fourth game in. They hit a home run. Yeah. Well, what's wonderful about that is it it gives the people who like to to uh, talk smack on Harper another reason to to try to uh, downplay his abilities, but. And, and yeah, we we could talk about I think twice already. He um he's been thrown out trying to take the extra base, but yeah, I I while it sucks at the moment, I think he's done it enough and gotten that extra base where it's like, okay, you take the bad with the good. I mean, it, to see a player putting that kind of um, aggret or not aggression, but um, just putting that effort in and, and and trying to take that extra base rather than slowing up and. You know, he could just as easily be turning doubles into singles and, and you know, being lazy, but but we're seeing him put the effort in. And clearly he wants to win, and clearly he likes playing for this team. So I uh, am okay with it. I'm okay with some of the things that have that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one was um, – The one that, that bugs me is actually Reese Hoskins trying to go from second to third. Ah, uh, yeah. Get a triple out. Well, that one <laughs> Yeah, he Harper um, Hoskins doesn't quite have the uh, the speed that Harper does. At least you know yeah. Harper has the speed to back up his um, yeah his aggressive base running there. Um, and um, because we haven't really talked about him too much, but I think it at least 
at least as there was a mention, is the um, the bench the bench guys. You know, Matt Joyce, Brad Miller, um, Andrew Knapp had the team's first home run this year. Um, yeah, if you had on, that in the uh, pool, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that was on Sunday he hit that. And um, Matt Joyce, um, I probably only remember this because I was sitting behind him in the game he started, but he had a great catch out in, uh, in left on Tuesday night against the Mets. And, yeah, he, lo- he looked pretty serviceable. Uh, I don't remember how he did at the plate. I think he had a hit, but um, he did. He did not. He went. Uh, I think zero for two that night. Uh, well, I was just trying to trick the people here, Bob, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I still am. I still um, I like Matt Joyce. I, I think he's a solid bench piece. Brad Miller, I know, did not look great in that game, um, but again, we know his past, and I think he did pretty well for the Cardinals last year. So. Again, him as well. I, I think we'll be okay Bamboo with Brad back. Bam, back Bamboo Brad. Yeah. Uh, there's also Ronald Torres, who I think has only had uh, one at bat, and that was in yesterday's game. So mm-hmm. still, um, still remains to be seen. You know what we'll see out of him. But um, overall, it's it's it exists. This bench exists. It's there. Uh, I don't have a particular complaint about it right now. Uh, we'll see as as time goes on, and you know, we get into the dog days where these guys are going to play a little bit more and, and give other guys some rest. But um, mm-hmm. for now, I don't have any complaints, anything, anything particular you, um, you noticed about the bench guys. Um, I, I wish we had, this is where I kind of missed like uh, having like a Jay Bruce or something on the team. I wish mm-hmm. we had um, just someone who can really be a threat off the bench. Um, I, I, no one really scares me if I'm the opposing team off the bench. Yeah, uh, Roman Quinn definitely does not. Brad Miller, <laughs> occasionally if you get a, he can if he gets a good pitch, he can uh, hit one deep. But there's no one really on this bench. We haven't really seen much of Matt Joyce or Torres. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it, you're right. It, they they exist. They are a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I said, they don't upset me too much right now. But it's only a week into the season. Well, the most important thing about this offense. Uh, yes. To me, mm-hmm. I know you're going to agree with me. Was sure. watching Zach Wheeler, uh, <sighs> dink and dunk his way to a couple RBIs and a couple hits in his start. I mean, I knew you were bringing this up. <laughs> I mean, what what more do you want? Uh, that was a that was a heck of a performance. You know, he goes uh, I believe seven innings, no runs, and um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then looks looks as close to a god as you can get at the plate. Mm. So yeah. it begs the question, uh-huh. what the heck do you need a DH for? You need a DH <laughs> because <laughs> the pitching spot is a dead spot in the lineup. It's, yeah. it's, uh, the fact, I, I watched that game, and I'm, and I'm thinking, I thought about you because we've had these arguments. Hold uh, on, before you get too deep, I just wanted to note for everyone listening, I'm going to mute my microphone because I know Bob is going to want to talk here for a solid five minutes. And, and <laughs> I'm going to listen, but I'm going to let him go. Uh, you know what? We've had these conversations over and over. I, I just, the, the DH makes it so much more fun. What do people like? Offense. What does the pitching spot most likely give you? Nothing. Nothing but strikeouts. If you like to sacrifice bunts, good for you. All right? Way to go. You know what I love? A good rally that's ended because Aaron knows at the bat. That's what I love. You're trying to get score runs. You're trying to win a game. And Aaron Noah's up, up the bat, two outs. What you going to do? He's going to pop up to the freaking Freddie Freeman <laughs> or somebody. It's just, I, I, I hope when this negotiations happen this winter, 
that they bring back to DH. Because I want you to see the, the side. I want you to come to the dark side. I was once an NL uh, guy, and I loved the the play. And, oh, it's cool. You get the double switch, and it pings. No, forget that. No, it's offense. I want to win. I want to see home runs. I don't want to see Zach Eflin trying to hit a single. Okay, I don't. I want to see someone like Jay Bruce or <laughs> anybody who can actually hit. It's just I can I will go, I can go longer, but then it will be the <laughs> Bob hates DH podcast. And I mean, Bob loves the DH podcast. Uh, yes. uh, <laughs> I, I just I'm so you're flustered. I, I understand. Yes, I, I understand. When you're flustered, it's hard to make your point. Uh, I will say this because the last time we talked about the DH was probably in person. Uh, in the back kitchen of the Diamond Club, and uh, that was before you know last season. Um, I will I will admit that the DH having the DH all year last year softened my stance a bit. Um, there we go. See, and then seeing Zach Wheeler <laughs> on that performance no. reminded me how no. fun it is when no, a pitcher not. No, when a pitcher Andrew. competes no, on both Andrew. sides nope. of the ball. It's not Andrew. I I understand the argument of you know because Nola I, actually anybody but Wheeler it seems like isn't a particular hitter on this team. Um, and we were he had a good game. He's not he's not Babe Ruth. No, yeah. well he he might as well be the Babe Andrew. Ruth of of pitchers. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> no, I I I get the argument. I think one of the things I like most about the DH is I like that there is the delineation between the American and the National League. I like that there's a bit of a difference and, and keep them unique. Um, and it 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 changes the managerial style. It, it changes up how you have to focus on the game. And I think in the National League, when you have to deal with things like that, it it to me it's harder to be a National League manager. And if you can succeed in the National League. Then I think that proves more of your worth. And are you a manager in the National League? Uh, well, I didn't want to tell you this. I didn't want to tell you this, but my um, other people know me as Don Mattingly. And yeah, you were pissed today. (laughs) You are so pissed. Sorry about that. I am not currently a manager in the National League. If we play this, then why do you care? Uh, because I, I, I think it adds it adds something to the game. Now, okay, from a casual viewer, yes. um, again, I keep bringing her up, but I think of my girlfriend. She couldn't give less of a shit about how these games are managed um, from that exactly. standpoint. Because she <laughs> is a smart person. <laughs> and the average fan is not going to care about how the games are managed. I look too deeply into baseball, and I care too much, and these sort of things excite me. And I like seeing the strategy of the double switch and, and, and seeing how you handle the pitching spot coming up. And uh, I know that the time is limited and I, this will probably be the last year of pitchers hitting because I, I'm pretty Yay. sure I'm pretty sure the um, CBA is up this year and they'll, um, they'll be switching over to Andrew, the cards going wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're probably doing the wave too, which is another stupid thing, but we'll you save that. The wave. Well, it's we'll just, save that. Wave. Everybody did a wave. Oh, well, Listen, listen at home, I, gave, I, gave, I gave the DH discussion this time. We'll we'll talk wave another time. But yes. um, I, the way Andrew um, Roy hates is when DHs get together and do the wave together. 
Yeah, and they call they it. tried to say that a hot dog isn't a sandwich. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Um, um, fight. <laughs> um, all right, let, let's um let's put a pin in, in the DH discussion because um there are a couple of things we want to get to, but um yeah, I, I do agree that I think next year or I mean if there is a season next year, who knows how long negotiations will take, but the next time we see um an opening day, I think every team will have a DH and um. I mean, while I'm fired out, let's just let's just get to why I'm mad today, and why I'm so flustered, and why I'm so amped up today, and I can't talk. Right? Let's just get to that, Andrew. How yeah. Would, how would we say that? Let's let's move on. Let's let's get to it. You uh, let's spill the beans a bit here. Did you see the god dang ESPN <laughs> power rankings? Uh, I saw the headline, and I did not uh-huh. click because I wanted I wanted a fresh reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, live on this uh, podcast. So why don't you uh, fill me in here on what's what's uh, what's bugging you? Okay, well, here what's we bugging go. Bob, it's our new uh, new little segment of the show. What's bugging Bob? Oh, we need we need a jingle. <laughs> what's bugging Bob? Hey. Oh, sorry, I thought we were going to keep going. <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> What's Bugging Bob is the ESPN Power Rankings. And then later on, I went to the CBS Power Rankings, uh, just as bad. Um, so our number one for ESPN Power Rankings is the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Fine, cool, okay. former champs. Yeah. Like I said last time, best team in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. And best team in baseball, I think, you know, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the Yankees. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. the three and three right now. Yeah, like I said, I I do think you talked about you know who's going to go to World Series. I, I do think the Yankees will have a good year. Mm-hmm. Are they the second best team in baseball right now? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but sure, why not? Uh, three, the Padres. Okay, I'm okay with that. Four and three record right now. Sure, they're they're good. We talked about how much we love the Padres. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite baseball player in the world right now is uh, Tatis Jr. Um, so yeah, cool. Five with three for the Twins. Okay, four and two. Fine. Okay. I, I mean, I can't argue. It's four and two. Sure, a little a little more set with with the Twins being four, but I, I can give take or leave it. The only thing um, I know so far about the Twins is I believe Nelson Cruz is still on his streak of just mashing the ball. He is. He is. So, okay, four, fine. Uh, the Astros at five. Boo. Everybody do the Astros. <laughs> if I had a trash can, I'd be hitting it. Here, Andrew, here is where I get upset. Do you want to know who number six and number seven in the ESPN power rankings are? I have a guess. But I like that you're leading this, so I want you to tell me. The number six team on the ESPN Power Rankings, after only playing three games, which they've lost two of them. This is before this came out before the game today. Is the New York Metropolitans? Well, now I am a little shocked because I thought for sure that uh, the baseball team in Atlanta would be number six here, but. Yeah, how do you uh, – Is do they have a rationale? Did they put any reasoning for that? I mean, it's just the, the Grom fan club, which is great. I, I, I yeah. the, the Which Grom they lost is, that game. Yes. To the Phillies. They did. I mean, they probably would have won if, if it was June Grom 
pitch more than seven pitch, whatever. Yeah, they lost, and they had a losing record up until today, which are now five hundred. And today's win doesn't count. No, no, they're, <laughs> they, they're they're cheats, and we hate them. <laughs> uh, number seven. Speaking of that team from Atlanta, it's the Braves at number seven mm. with a two and four record, mm. and zero oh and four before yesterday. Yes. I mean, yeah, okay. Freddie Freeman, great. But didn't have a hit in the first three games. No. They are who's in first place in the East, uh, Andrew? I believe it's the uh, Philadelphia Athletics. It is. It's for the Athletics. <laughs> they they came back. <laughs> they came back, you're right. Your Philadelphia Phillies are in first place in the National League East, and I assume I hope that they're at least ranked higher than uh, the Nationals and Marlins. Oh, good news is they are. Do okay. you know where the Philadelphia Phillies fall in the ESPN rankings? Uh, all right. Well, they have Mets and Braves at six and seven. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in, if we're, I mean, it's already a crappy list, but in keeping up with that, I would hope that they're at least at eight. Eleven. Ah, not even a top ten team. They are eleventh. They are five and one. Um, what? Yeah, that's. And well, they have I... the Rays, who are two and four. Okay, Rays. <sighs> yes, they went to the World Series. They're two and four right now, and they're eight. And then you have the Blue Jays, who are three and three. They're nine. Then you have the Angels, who are four and two. They're ten. Hmm. And then you're five and one Phillies. Yeah, I, I okay, try. No respect, Andrew. Yeah, and I try not to look too hard at these rankings. One, because it is look hard. Get mad at me. Yeah, <laughs> and two, and two. You know, it's you know, it's it's some person's opinion. But that being said, yeah, it, it does feel like a little bit of, a little bit disrespectful when you know the team does perform that well. You know, they they started off sweeping a series and then won the second series against two tough division rivals. I mean, how you know, I, I think that deserves a little bit of a. Of a bump, I don't know where they were ranked, you know, preseason, but uh, yeah, it feels a little bit disrespectful. However, I kind of like it because I like being underrated. And then they were 16th; they were ranked 16th. Okay, uh, preseason. Okay. Um, yeah. so they bumped up to 11 from 16. Five spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like it a little bit. I know that's not going well with your anger here, but I like that they're looked down on in a sense. I like that. Um, I get it. Like the underdog. You know, yeah. I like, I like respect. That's yeah. Like. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think this weekend is really going to tell us a lot. You know, I, the Phillies, I always get nervous when they head to Atlanta. It's just, Hey, at least the CBS power rankings have us ahead of the Braves. We're only ninth. We're ahead of the Braves. <laughs> they are ahead of the Braves. Well, I mean, when you when you sweep a team like that, I, I think it's only fair. Um, but again, you know, we'll 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 revisit next week and and, and see where things are. Um, I, yeah, I we'll 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 keep looking at the uh, the power rankings and and seeing how things move. Um, but yeah, that's for sure disrespectful to a team that disrespectful. That, yeah, yeah, disrespectful. <laughs> um. Well, well, we'll segue a little bit here to what uh, will probably be towards the end of the. Well, it is towards the end of the, the uh, this episode. Uh, I've been I've been told there's a game we get to play here. Yes, 
Please, is. please inform me. Let's go around the horn. We didn't do this last time, but let's. I figure we do this, uh, or at least have questions at the end. Uh, we can, we can either have some trivia questions or whatever. But today, Andrew, we love baseball. Baseball is all about the number nine. There are nine positions. There are nine people in your lineup. So I have nine over and under questions for your Philadelphia Phillies. Does that nine people in the lineup include the pitcher batter? Uh, includes DH, um, <laughs> which sadly is not in the, in the NR right now, but it will be. It will be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's. Uh, I do not know these questions, so um, test me. Yes, I have my answers, and I will okay. save your answers, and we will look back at these either as pure geniuses, or we will laugh at ourselves. Uh, I can tell you what the answer is going to be. Geniuses, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. First one I have is Bryce Harper. We should have like some cool music in the background. Just like intense. Bob, if you're asking me to sing, I'll do it. No, I'm not asking you to sing. (laughs) I'm not asking you to sing. For like Uh, some who wants to be a millionaire stuff. All right, anyway, (laughs) Bryce Harper. uh, Over or under 33 and a half home runs? Under. Under. I'm going under, yeah. Um, Wow. He, I, to me, he's, um, not that he can't hit home runs, but I see him more as a, um, as a getting on base guy with some power. Um, I think he'll be good for right about 30, but, um, he has 35 in his first full year with the, with the Phillies. He's mm-hmm. only hit 30 or more home runs only three times. I was surprised by this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what his career high is, Andrew? Mm, probably whatever he hit his MVP year. 42. MVP okay. year is 42. Yeah. Um, so I, I said over. I said he's going to hit close to what he hits um, in his first full season. I don't recount last year because it's, it's like yeah. 60 games. Yeah. Um, but I said over. Okay. Um, number two. Reese Hoskins over or under 29 and a half home runs. Mm. That one intrigues me a little more. Um. I'm going to go with the under. And that's because Reese has had a tendency to um, get injured. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, we're at some point going to lose him for a good chunk of time. Mm -hmm. And I think if there were a fully healthy season, I probably would say over. But I'm just. I'm just preparing myself for the reality that <clears throat> he'll probably miss some time at some point. So um, I'll go with the other. Andrew, he had 34 home runs in 2018, and he had 29 in 2019. Mm. So obviously, I also went under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, so I went under. Um, I, I just I don't – I mean, I'm, I'd love to be wrong by this. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he's – I think he's going to be in, like, the 25, the 28 area. Yeah. Which is solid, um, especially in if he if he stays in the number two hole, uh, getting on base would be way more important. Uh, which leads me to my third uh, over under. Uh, Reese Hoskins walks uh, eighty nine and a half. He had eighty seven in twenty eighteen, and one hundred and sixteen walks in twenty nineteen. Hmm. Yeah, I um, jeez, because we're going back to now. It, it, you know, I think he's going to miss time, but. Uh man, his approach and his eye at the plate is so good. I will go over on this one. Um, 
you know, he his career just seems to be destined for um, a guy who can get who can work the walk and has a good amount of pop. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go over on this one. I'll take the over. Yeah, I agree with you on this one. Um, you know, I I think uh, I think the team Rude needs him. Um, I, I knew he walked a lot in 2019. I didn't know it was 116 times. That was yeah, that's a lot. Shock like it up. Um, but yeah, I think him getting on base is critical. Um, I think the team thinks that. Obviously, I think Girardi thinks that he put him in a two hole, which um, especially in this lineup, I think he just needs to focus on getting on base and letting the guys behind, uh, you know, bring in the runs. Um, so I yeah, I think he's gonna get over. He's get like ninety. I'm gonna say ninety six walks. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, like going to the third base side, uh, Alec Bohm. I put the over under for his home run count at twenty and a half. Is this the joke one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I put it at twenty and a half because in in the minor leagues in 2019, it was combined with all three uh, minor league teams: the, the single A, the double A, and the triple A team he was on. Uh, he only had 21 in his first full year in minors. Um, I do, like I said I, earlier, I said I think he's a 30 home run guy. I said under mm. because I, I think it's going to take it some time for him to adjust. Uh, in the I'd love to be wrong by this one, uh, but I think it's not till next year that we see the 30 home run album. I. Would not be surprised if at the end of the year Bohm leaves the team in home runs. Really? Um, yeah, I I feel pretty good about him. Uh, I already feel like he has such a great eye at the plate. Um, they mentioned the other day on the broadcast. It might have even been Girardi that talked about it. Um, his approach in the late innings is just like in the you know first handful of innings, and it's that's such a unique thing for a young player to have. And, um, yeah, I, I, I feel really good. I, I think 30. If you had put this at 29 and a half like Reese, I probably would have struggled a little bit, struggled a little bit more. But, um, yeah, I will, um, I'll take the over on Boom. All right. Um, stick up with Alec Boom. Um, RBI count, I put it at 79 and a half over under RBIs. I, well, I think I've backed myself in a corner here, and I would have to go over. Um, you know, if he's going to be hitting 30 home runs or so, I, you know, the RBIs come with that. And he clearly can get on, you know, hit whatever he needs to hit to, to get those RBIs. And I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves the team in RBIs as well. Um, I'll take the over here and probably just shy of 100, I would, I would put him at. Wow, that high. Yeah. Um, I also took the over here. I, I have different reasoning. Um, I took the under in the home run. I like uh, his two-out approach. Mm-hmm. I love the way he is late innings. Um, what I love about his approach is he's not a, it's two strikes or it's two outs, I need to hit a home run. No, it's two strikes, two outs, I need to get a single, I need to get a double, yeah. I need to hit it with a knot. So I think he's going to have a lot of RBIs, mm-hmm. uh, especially where he is in this lineup. Um, it's clear that they love him. Um, we talked about it last episode, how stacked this lineup is. I really like this lineup from top to bottom. Um, so I don't think he's going to hit as many home runs. because He's going to have to work through learning, learning the pitch, pitchers around the league still. Um, but I do think he's going to have, because of his approach is so good, he'll have well over uh, 80 RBIs. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> next one is JT Romuto. Um, I put his RBI count over under at 89 and a half. Uh, with the Phillies in 2019, he had 83 RBIs, just for reference. Which was, uh, which was a career high. His career high was 83 RBIs in 2019. Hmm. This is Rob Muta, you said, right? Rob Muta, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 83 and a half? Um, 89 and a half is the over-under I put. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I will take the under. Ooh. Not by much. He'll probably be mid-80s, but... Um, yeah, I'm going to go under. Um, and trying to come up with rationale is hard because I know he is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just the nature of being the catcher. You're not going to play the full 162. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for that reason, I'd go under. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to get close. I, I took the, the gamble and I said over. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 83 in his first full year with the Phillies. Uh, I think this is not, this team is better. I think the lineup is better. I think we get more opportunities. Uh, I think he will crack ninety. Uh, may not be in the high nineties, but I think he will get into the low nineties as far as RBIs, <laughs> just because of how this team is built around him lineup wise. Hmm. Um, our next one uh, is how to bring in my boy Zach Eflin. Hmm. Um, last year uh, was his best uh, ERA in a weird season. At 397, I put the over-under at his ERA at 375. Oh, goodness. Uh, wow. Uh, mm, I will take the over... Because I think he'll probably hover around, hover right around where he was last year. I think he'll be right around four, um, which is great. I mean, I will absolutely take it. I think that's great for a third, um, a third starter. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to be wrong here. For well, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to be wrong about all these, but um, I will take the. Over, but again, not by much. I, I think he hovers right around where he was last year at three nine seven. Mm-hmm. I took the under. I'm all mm-hmm. in on Zach Eflin. Yeah, uh, I think he could be, like I said, the breakout guy of the year for the Phillies. Uh, I don't think it should be much under, maybe a three six. But I do like his stuff. Uh, he he was he was throwing some nasty stuff oh, yeah. his first start, and I can't. Yeah. I'm super super pumped for. Uh, was it Saturday's next start? Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we have two more left. Okay. Uh, next one is um, complete games, or sorry, um, combined between Noah, Weaver, and Eflin, number of complete games at three and a half. Hmm. Well, if I'm not mistaken, if we're not counting last year, I think Eflin had a couple of complete games. Do you want to know the stats? I looked up the stats on all these guys for the complete games. Yeah, go ahead. I was shocked by these when I looked them up. Um, Noah only has two career complete games, both of them were last year. Um, Weaver only has one career complete game. That was back in 2014. 
Really? Uh, yes. And Eflin leads them oh, with five okay. complete games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two in 2016 when he first came up, his rookie year. Two in 2019 and one last year. Okay. Yeah, I, me. I, well, Eflin, for some reason, I, I, I did remember he had a few. And the reason I was kind of shocked when you said Wheeler is because I thought you said Eflin. Wheeler... Well, I guess I am a little shocked that Wheeler doesn't have as many and hasn't had one since fourteen. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, okay. Um, three and a half. I probably go the under only because that's just how that's just how baseball is nowadays, guys. And you know, we don't have to get into the argument, but with without the DH here, guys are going to get pulled earlier for mm-hmm. whatever situation. So. Um, yeah, I'll go the under. I wouldn't be surprised to see Eflin throw one. Nola usually is not terrific with his pitch count, and usually by the seventh or eighth, he's pretty high up there. Uh, I, Wheeler might throw one, but um, I think two would be the most that they get to. I I went over. Um, mm-hmm. I went over on this one. Um, I just think the combination of how good I think these guys are, plus how good their offense is around them. Um, you saw. You know, even in the first starts, how they were cruising, and and they were they were pulled just because mainly it was their first starts, and mm-hmm. you know tax them. But I think here's my guess: they get to four, uh, one by Noah, one by Wheeler. I think we were finally get to the complete game, uh, first time since 2014. I think Eflin gets two, so I'm gonna say they get four combined, um, so just barely the over. Uh, and last but not least, um. Phillies All Stars this season. I mm. have it at two and a half. Mm. Wow! 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 Okay. Well, see now I got to go by position here because you know first base Hoskins is going to compete with guys like Freeman mm-hmm. and probably Pete Alonso, mm-hmm. um, Hosmer out in uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, second, I don't. I'm Alex Segura, but I don't think he gets an all-star. DD, same thing. I like him. Probably not going to be an all-star. Bohm could make a case at third. Um, trying to think of other third basemen in the league. but um, oh, Just a guy out in uh, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, left field, McCutcheon probably wouldn't. Not center field. Harper might. Romuto might. And then you got the top three of the rotation. Um, I will go with the slight over because I think they could get three. I think you could see some combination of Harper, Romuto, Nola, Harper, Romuto, Wheeler. Heck, if Eflin, you know, gets on a roll, it could be Eflin. Um, mm-hmm. And you could have a guy like um, if Neris or if someone else gets in that closer role soon and dominates, you can see mm-hmm. one of them out there. I'll take the slight over at three. I could swear we were going to disagree on this one. I think we're going to take the under and be safe. <laughs> I took yeah. you over as well. Yeah, I think Rimuchu is a lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, best catcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Wheeler's going to have a really good year, and he he'll make an end. I think there's too many people on this team that had the chance to possibly make it. You have Bryce Harper. Uh, you have a guy. You have Nolan Eflin who can have great starts and get in. You have guys in the bullpen, like you said. We have guys like Naris and Archie Bradley. Who can get in? Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if a, even like a Connor Brogdon or something gets really hot and gets noticed to run the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alec Boehm, there's not a whole lot of competition in third base. I know you have Aaron Nato. I don't know. I can't try to think of any other 
great third baseman in the NL. Yeah. There probably is one. Well, yeah, you know, Pablo Sandoval in, in Atlanta, clearly. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, so I just think there is enough guys to get the third spot. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think there's a pool of six, seven guys between mm-hmm. the bullpen rotation and the offense that <clears throat> some of them, uh, of the six or seven of them, you know, I could see three of them getting in. All right. So that was fun. Uh, we should do this more. Yeah, I, I, I did like that a lot. I liked going in blind and uh, trying to guess that. So if anybody, uh, any of our esteemed listeners have any kind of uh, cool questions they want to throw at us or anything, I'd be happy to, to read them and try to answer them. Um, and before we, um, before we officially sign off, let's just give a quick, um, a quick look ahead on the road trip and, and see what we think. We, um, we're going to see two, um, two teams we haven't heard from in a while here, Bob, we're going to play the Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since we saw either of them. We're going to um, see Frederick Freeman again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, God, I hate going to Atlanta. I really do. And I hate going to New York. So, I am a little worried uh, about this road trip. You know, again, two teams that we just beat uh, in both series that are going to be probably pretty hungry, and 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 mm-hmm. yeah, and it is a division game. Um, mm-hmm. But this weekend, you do have um, Wheeler and Eflin pitch in the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, a successful road trip would be going five hundred. I think that's the the kind of standard is go five hundred yep. on the road and then mm-hmm. you know win two out of three at home every time and. Um, so yeah, if, I mean, if they went three and three across these six games, I'd be I'd be perfectly happy. Um, two and four is sticking out in my head a little bit, just because playing on the road is is tough. Um, and you, you know, we we do have two games that are going to be started by Moore and um, Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess if we're going to throw out some predictions on records, I, I, I'm feeling two and four, and that's the pessimist. In me. What about you? I'm. I guess I'm Captain Optimism today. <laughs> um, I like the way the rotation lines up. Uh, you have uh, Wheeler and Eflin in Atlanta, uh, and then you have all three Noah, Wheeler, Eflin lined up for the back end of the Met series. Um, always gives you a chance to win. Oh, do I, they play four in New York? Okay, I thought it was four three. in New York. Yes, wow! They play so four in New York. everything I said was just super inaccurate. Is what you're telling me. So, are you going? <laughs> I give you a chance to change it. You had two and four. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, then I'll. I, you're right. You get Nola. You're. Or I'm sorry. You're getting Wheeler and Eflin twice, and Nola once. So, uh, three and four. And actually, I'd be happy with three and four because it's at least closer to five hundred. Uh, yeah, three and four. I'm. This is going to sound crazy. I am super optimistic. I'm going five and two. Wowzers! I'm going five and two. I mean, and heck yeah! To next week where I cry because <laughs> two and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, it's just going on the road, man. And it especially these these National League East teams, except Washington. I never feel worried about going on the road, but the Marlins, the Phillies just can't beat. And then New York and Atlanta. I mean, they have pretty loud fan bases, and and for whatever reason, they just. I always get a little uh, concerned there. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I think this was a, a nice little episode. I'm glad we're doing this again, Bob. And uh, sounds like we're keeping this going. I don't know if the name in the show will stay the same, but um, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You know? uh, th- th- I'm, I'm feeling a little better. The, the anger is subsided <laughs> from my 
our DH conversation and our the horrible, horrible power rankings. I mean, let's let's face it. This is this is therapy that we're sharing with the world. That's what this is. Yes. <laughs> sorry, right. sorry, world. Yes. Well, thank you, everyone who is listening. As I said, feel free to reach out to us with any ideas, questions, anything you have um, that you want to throw our way. Recipes. Love recipes. Uh, yeah, recipes. Maybe we'll do a yeah. cooking stream. We'll go on Twitch and we'll cook something. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cooking um, a game, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Thank you. Keep, keep an eye out on social media. I think we're going to you know, try to open up some accounts and um, you know get a way to interact with everybody um, that way. So thanks again, everyone. We'll be back. Tell your dogs. Next... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get your dogs to listen. Just not. Don't tell Bob's mail dog because he. My, 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 yeah, the first one dog. dog. <laughs> Luna, Luna, I'm sorry. I was, just, I was just very bad. I was looking up really bad. I literally just looked at it. You get me. It's at the show. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, everyone, and uh, we'll be back next week. Goodbye.